All right, so I'm going to start by reading my poetry book. It's called The Hourglass. And this episode's going to feature the first chapter out of the three chapters. So, The Hourglass, a poetry collection. Like the magic of love, finding a soul, this book found its way to you. Ready? So chapter one, it's called The Mirror. My purpose for this book is as stated. She didn't want to be the voice of the generation. She wanted to be the eyes, to see things differently, to refresh the vision of society, to test the visual acuity of the soul. So, if you ask me, what am I doing? I'm going with the flow. And sometimes I get lost, but eventually something precious finds me. I want to share my love and my soul with you. These pages are truly precious, and it takes a lot of courage for me to share this with you. I hope these pages tap into your heart and remind you that love has the capacity to be everywhere. Love can hold the ability to be anything it can be as tiny as a droplet of rain or as enormous as the ocean. Love has the magic to touch a soul in various ways. One needs love like the human body needs water. Chapter 1. The Mirror Nature has the power to mirror our souls. From the bodies of water to the people we meet, as oftentimes they are a reflection or a mirror of our characteristics. It's when the water becomes calm we are able to see our reflections. In this chapter, explore how love can be expressed in countless forms, giving voices to nature and timeless thoughts being captured. Enjoy these poetic expressions and conversations with the natural world. Our time reflects our vision. This portion is called to see out of the three portions of to see to think and to grow and glow welcome to the mirror first poem it's called twin light as the moon peeked through the clouds the fire was flirting with the moon how can something so soft know its sting but the bonfire danced and teased with the moon Oh, fire, laughed the moon. Eventually your flame will burn out, but I'll still shine. Oh, moon, smirked the fire. It's my darkness that allows you to shine. And just as they noticed, they were the same light in different entities. Page 11. The Shooting Star. For the first time, the fire noticed something was missing. The bonfire was flaming up amongst the dark sky. The stars were bright. The fire was looking for the moon. It was out of sight. Oh, moon, sighed the fire. Where are you? The moon rested as a dreamy wallpaper. As the clouds disappeared, the moon camouflaged in the midst of the sky. The moon was excited to see the bonfire dance. Yet all the moon noticed was an amber so the moon waited for another chance. Oh, fire, sighed the moon. 
you left me with the memory of your scent. The fire didn't notice that the moon was actually present in the dark sky as a new moon. The fire couldn't recognize the moon. It was in a different phase. The moon missed the spark that Amber was able to attain in order for the fire to flame up and dance again. How time plays with one's perception. All what the fire required was to love the moon for all its phases. The moon required was patience for a gust of wind to spark the amber and to ignite the bonfire, to timelessly see and always love each other. Timeless. Page 13. Reach out. What if the waves that comes to shore is just the water reaching out to hold your hand? As the peachy skies reflect in the water, it reminds us that even the water has a chance to blush. So this poem here, it reminded me of when I was looking at a sunset and the water was beautiful. It was like a beautiful bluish turquoise mix and you're aside with some rocks and you see the sun setting and you see the sunset's reflection glistening amongst the top layer of the water. That's what sparked me to write this poem. As the peachy skies reflect in the water, it reminds us that even the water has a chance to blush. Beautiful, isn't it? Chapter, sorry, page 14. Sometimes you just hope. The moon was preparing for the lunar eclipse, yearning to fix its loose connection. It was a different type of sensation. Its love was wholesome, funny, and purely sweet. The moon was looking to see who can handle its intensity. Only the purest love would have that ability. The lighthouse shared its light amongst the darkest night, yet the lighthouse got distracted by something bright. The thunder moon had a beautiful radiance. The lighthouse wondered, should I give this love a chance? Soon the ocean admired the two dance. The lighthouse and the moon had a charming romance. The lighthouse emits light from a system of lamps and lenses to aid others in darkness. Yet even the lighthouse craved navigation towards unconditional love. That's why the lighthouse loved the moon, because the lighthouse would help navigate others as the moonlight would aid the lighthouse's soul. The lighthouse found love amongst the darkness, and the moonlight knew the lighthouse's loyalty was endless. Their, soon, their love soon became timeless. Their love soon became timeless. Page 16, background music. As the clouds darkened the sky, just pause and listen to the sound of rain. The voice of Mother Nature's soul left on replay again to embrace the eternal droplets of love, pain or sorrow the rain encourages us to hope to see the sunshine tomorrow. Page 17. Lightning. Nature is so quiet until it teases us all, like the sound of rain the world admires. Nature is so quiet until a tree falls and hits the ground. Was it the tree or the ground 
that made the sound. Page 18. Water your soul, garden your thoughts, fertilize your desires, compost the negativity, grow your purpose, spend time being mindful. Page 19. Oneness, form a path. If you fall, I'll catch you, said the grass. If you jump, I'll hold on to you, said the clouds. If you're scared, I'll give you courage, said the moon. If you're determined, I'll give you action, said the thunder. If success is key, I'll make you shine, said the sun. And it goes to show, the elements around us are always here to guide us. We just have to believe in ourselves. Page 20. Don't skip a kiss. Like the way a pebble skips on the surface of the water, the pebble sneakily gave pecks of kisses to the ocean. Even the pebble got immersed in the ocean's body. It couldn't resist its... It's what? What couldn't it resist? I left a blank. What word came to your mind? Page 20, stargazing. Less light pollution to see the stars. How about less thought pollution for a peace of mind? Words can't be reversed, just like time. Page 22, thoughts. It has notes of sunflower petals. Writing is a fragrance for the soul. Like sunflower petals coming together, time will unfold your purpose. The sunflower petals portrays one's thoughts coming together in the perfect time. Page 23, Ring of Fire. The sun and the moon met in the sky, like two friends meeting again for the first time. The sun got a chance to hold the moon in its arms like a solar eclipse. The moon felt its warmth and love while the sun felt the moon's shadow. Upon the moon's shadow, the sun burst into flames, creating the ring of fire, capturing time with the power of alignment. Do you ever crave a hug, to hug a soul so badly that you burst into tears? A hug that soothes the soul? Page 24, Reset Time. The moon had high expectations. Sometimes the moon forgot that the stars can't glow as bright as the moon, hence why the moon is special. The moon was known to always give, to give its light, to give its love. But the moon can't handle all the attention. To be condescending was never the intention. To always give means you'll always have. But even the moon needed to practice saving her energy. That's why some nights the moon disappears, because even the moon needs time to heal. Page 25. Once it's gone, it's over. The full moon pulls her emotions, like the tides of the ocean. But one day her orchids passed away. The leaves withered and the cancer spread. All the love she gave vanished away, watching her orchids die felt like wrist sillets. 
there was absolutely nothing she could risk to bring her love back to life. But she knew the time had come to let her orchids go, like the cycles of the moon coming into completion. It started to decay, it started to fade away. They said, buy another one, but you can't buy love. Just to buy another one to soothe the soul. It's love to soothe the soul needed to cry. Why does love have to burn? They asked, why are you crying? You're not going to bring a dead plant to life. It's not about bringing it back to life. It's accepting that it's over. The time spent to give it, love has its the time spent to give it to give it love had come to completion page 27 it's the full moon it's draining her emotions it's not even out yet he said you don't have to see the moon to feel the moon i'm just trying to give myself a voice as the moon gazed upon the earth Look at what she created. She had a gift to spark a shift, making people's souls swift, as the fire was talking to the trees about the moon. Page 28. Spliffs in the moonlight de-stress one's thoughts from the daylight. Something so soft and subtle, just to keep our thoughts at peace just to de-stress our thoughts from the day. Oh, how our thoughts can eat us alive. Think happy thoughts. That's the goal. Page 29, Tiptoe. The moon tiptoed over the ocean and grabbed her arm. Where are we going? She asked as the moon tugged her arm. Through the whirlpool of emotions, said the moon. Page 30. Moon Charm. The moon's reflection was its own red carpet. A glow so perfect, mankind was the moon's paparazzi. The moon had a gift to charm any soul. Page 30 continued. Ground your thoughts. Attention goes where energy flows, said the universe. When do you know it's over? asked the river. It's not. You just find something else to think about, responded the rocks. This was displayed for when our emotions and thoughts are flowing and flowing and flowing. And when the rocks respond to think of something else, it just means that the rocks are telling your emotions to stay grounded to find the root cause for what's overflowing the emotions and to ground and create self-love to center our emotions. Page 31, the stages. What are some of the stages of love? She asked the little girl. She giggled and said, when you're happy, you count the stars. When you're in love, you talk to the moon. And when you're sad, you hide from the sun. Page 32. Secrets. Let me tell you a secret, the clouds whispered. 
The moon is just a magician. It could disappear and still function. Its glow will trigger an addiction. To play tricks with the eyes for the soul to awaken. It's all just an optical illusion. They were a pair of predic- They were just pair- Oh boy, I've caught myself in a tongue twist. <laughs> Page 33. They were just parallel lines, craving to be perpendicular. Love isn't about possession. It's about admiration. Page 34. Bedtime story. The universe had two pets, a scorpion and a goldfish. The scorpion's tank had dry sand, and it was very hot, like the desert. The scorpion would often hide in the sand amongst the darkness to stay cool. The goldfish's tank had turquoise water and dancing seaweed. The two tanks were placed right beside each other. The scorpion observed the goldfish swimming freely, twirling in the water. The scorpion laughed and said, This fish is swimming as if it's in the sea. What the scorpion didn't realize was that the goldfish didn't see the walls of the tank. One day, the goldfish asked to play with the scorpion. It got tired of swimming in circles. The universe said, The scorpion lives in the desert. It's very hot. There's no water. You won't survive. But the goldfish said, I don't have to be in the tank to let me share my affection through the desert cracks. The goldfish asked the universe to share some of the water from its tank. Because if I can't give myself, I have all this water, let me share it. And the universe admired the goldfish's generosity. So the universe placed a small shallow dish of water in the scorpion's tank. Because even the desert yearns for the rain. The scorpion admired the goldfish's gift. It was unexpected. The scorpion wanted to be fair and return the gesture. The scorpion was digging through the sand, the branches, and all the clutter. All what I have are eight legs and a sharp sting. I don't want to scare the goldfish, frowned the scorpion. Look closely at what you have, winked the universe. The scorpion had a talent to dig through the deepest levels of the sand. The scorpion dug through the sand and realized it had vibrant gravel and rich sand. Place the sand mix in the goldfish's tank. It'll bring the spice to life for those looking to illuminate their world with pure, extraordinary color, said the scorpion. The universe took the dirty rocks out of the goldfish's tank and replaced it with the scorpion's gift. The goldfish's tank started to glow even brighter as the vibrant sand mix complemented the turquoise water. Thank you for the beautiful touch, smiled the goldfish. The scorpion realized something. The goldfish taught it to always look at what you have in the present moment when offering or creating something. That's the most genuine form of a lovely gesture towards each other. The universe was happy to see its two pets finally getting along together. Fun fact, many species of fish thrive when they have gravel or sand to swift through as this is their natural behavior. Most importantly, it provides a home for microbial life that allows an aquarium to flourish.
page 38. Alignment. Feel the love like a solar eclipse. It cannot be seen with the naked eye. Eclipse energies are portals. Love is truly immortal. No matter how far apart the moon might wander away from the sun, it will always gravitate back into alignment, a divine purpose to complete together. It's a type of love unbearable to the mundane eye. Page 39. Be with someone you can laugh at the same joke with. Life's too short to be explaining jokes all the time. She just loved laughing. Page 40. Even the dragonfly got lost admiring the Congo grass. Page 41. As one. Darling, you're not my other half. You're my reflection. So why would I be worried about the misdirections? No matter the distance apart, we're together at heart. So you work on you, and I'll work on me. And just like a mirror, we'll see. Page 42. Mysterious Water. The water tickled her salmon-painted toes. The sand melted her footprints. As the waves rushed to hug her and pull her into the water, the water had another soul to capture. Page 43. Fire Thoughts. My mind is on fire, screamed the sun. That's what makes you a star. That's what makes you glow. Let your thoughts just flow, said the planet Earth. Let it be full, then hollow. Page 44. Lullaby. There's just something about the rain that's so soothing to fall asleep to. The cool breeze that blankets over the skin. Mother Nature's softest touch. It was her lullaby to put the city to sleep. Page 45. The rain is beautiful to admire through the window, but even the soul craved to be kissed by a droplet. And this concludes chapter one of The Mirror. Chapter two consists of the daydream, and that will be followed in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed chapter one of The Hourglass.